0: Welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast hosted by myself, Ben Wyatt, and today we are on episode number nine. In today's show, we have two guests from Mintel, Jackie Nuns and Justin Nell, aka Mr. Insights. Mintel is the world's leading market intelligence agency, which has offices and analysts across the globe. These guys are collecting data on products, trends, consumers, brands, and so much more fantastic company and they just offer so much in terms of insights when it comes to product development and what's on the market in today's episode we discuss topics such as power to the plants cbd oil personalized nutrition mushrooms how instagram is changing the way we eat and we've basically got justin and jackie dropping knowledge bombs after knowledge bombs about the food industry today's episode was so much fun to record i hope you guys enjoy it too Here is episode number nine with Jackie and Justin, and you are listening to the Retail Ready Podcast by Ben Wyatt. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry.
0: So I'm with Jackie and Justin from Mintel, who have kindly given up their time to Inform me about the world of insights in numerous different topics so thank you very much for joining me guys how are you doing
1: yeah really good thanks thanks for uh, organizing us to come on board ben yeah happy to
0: be part of this uh it's uh,
2: it's been interesting watching your podcast so i'm quite pleased that we're we're part of one
0: yeah, 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 You're one of the celebrities, so uh, I had to get you guys on board. But I'm sorry, we, uh, I'm sorry, we had to rearrange about seventeen times because of everyone's calendars. So it's it's good to have you.
1: The important thing is we got there in the end.
0: We got there in the end. So you guys are based in Sydney, while I'm in uh, Melbourne. And uh, how long, uh, how long have you guys been at Mintel for? And um, Yeah, kind of give everyone a a brief overview as what is Mintel for people who don't understand this amazing platform. Yeah, sure. Um, I've been with Mintel fast approaching about five years
2: now. And fundamentally, we're um, an innovation partner by tracking all new product launches in uh, 60, soon to be 80 countries. We understand emerging trends, not just in food, but also in beauty, personal care, things like that. So we partner with our clients to to keep them uh, ahead of the curve understanding when they should act on that uh, that new fandangled flavor or ingredient or consumer trend things like that
0: yeah oh, that's cool and can you go into who kind of your clients are um are we allowed to talk about that or yeah we're we're really lucky we work with uh, well over 100
2: closer to 200 fmcg clients or cpg clients as well as oh, retailers wow. manufacturers suppliers and from ingredients to packaging um, yeah, we, we've got a lot of touch points uh, across uh, the industries. Uh, I could list all the, the, the names, but we'd be
0: here all day. So many clients. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I just like I've, I've followed you guys and I know about you guys for well since I landed in Australia five years ago. And I just want to know how good of job do your analysis have who just do they just go around to restaurants and eat and go to the supermarkets and just pick up products and then just write about them? Is that, is that their job?
2: Basically, uh, sitting online or going out, looking at cool product launches and then think, oh, wait a minute, I could, I could write an editorial about this. There's an opportunity for this.
1: An analyst once described their role to me as like a pig in mud, just the best time ever.
0: Yeah. So It's it's unreal. Like I, I have a good job. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy my job. But I think if if something happened, oh my God, I'd be I'd be knocking on your door just to go, in. can I can I be one of those guys that just eat all day long and just write about it? <laughs> that's it. That is.
2: That's all we actually do. We just eat new products all over the world and then write write little blog posts about them. No, it's it's a lot more than that. Um, just just to clarify, as much as our analysts are passionate, like because been in industry in roles like yourself, actually Ben. Um, you know, our dairy analyst has worked for um, a dairy company. Um, our packaging analysts have got years of experience, so um, uh, we don't pick up, you know, grads fresh out of uni to come and <laughs> <laughs> come to eat. Can you imagine? No, these are real thought leaders who've been marketing managers or NPD managers. They've been doing the jobs that our clients are now doing, and so they bring a lot of um, lot of experience uh, to to their
0: insights. Ah, perfect, perfect. Well, I think that's a good overview of what Mintel are and you guys are probably one of the platforms while the main platform that I go to to try and find insights just to kind of validate what is happening in kind of especially the Australian marketplace and like uh, Australian trends and we're going to touch on a few of the trends that um, are going absolutely crazy at the moment so do you want to talk about kind of the hot trends that um, you're focusing on, and you're seeing a lot of uh, people kind of playing in that space.
2: Yeah, sure. I suppose the first one we'll talk about is actually a revisit of um, of an old trend of ours, and and Mintel smartly called it "Power to the Plants." And oh, is perfect. Was, yeah, this just looks at the proliferation of plants everywhere. We've seen it in plant based milks. We've seen it in plant based alternative uh, plant based burgers. Um, plants are the new buzzword, right? And it's not necessarily that everyone is is becoming vegan or vegetarian. It's just that more and more consumers are trying to be healthier, right, and incorporating plants into their diet in in whatever shape, way or form is an easier way for them to achieve that. And um, so that continues to grow. Every other day we see, um, you know, is it an airline pickup of the Impossible Burger? I think Burger King might have done it
1: recently. Yeah, I saw Grilled here in Australia has got a Beyond Burger.
2: Yeah, so power to the plants is still a massive trend um, and not necessarily just outright plants. It also talks to the the concept of flexitarian. So we've seen, you know, animal protein sausages being uh, develop with uh, with broccoli or cauliflower or beetroot, right? So raising nutritional profile for consumers, make that make that sausage or that beef patty a better for me by by incorporating with plants. Um, yeah,
0: and it's crazy because I, I I just did a podcast on Expo West and kind of the trends that I saw at Expo West, and the number one trend over there is yeah, power to the plants. Literally, anything and everything that you can. Put a plant based protein or plant based call out, it, they yeah. were just going for it. So, you definitely, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely a trend that I don't think is going up What do you think? I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I think it's only going to grow from strength to strength. It'll grow to, from strength to strength. Also, because it over indexes with sort of younger consumers, right? There are
2: a lot more. Um, mindful of the environmental impact on you know cattle raising on the planet so they they know that you know choosing a lentil burger or an impossible burger may be better for the planet so it's a multiple or it's a plethora of reasons that 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 they move into plant alternatives being they think it tastes better or it's better for the environment or in some cases it may be cheaper so yeah power to the plants not going anywhere uh, get on board now
0: that's good. And what would, you say, what would you, you say your favorite product is that you've seen on the market so far in this space?
2: Oh, tough question. If my clients <laughs> listen to this, I'm not picking I'm not <laughs> <to this>. Um <laughs> We can
0: blur it out. I can do some yeah, cool yeah, editing yeah. and just like, oh, it must have disconnected there. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, I will look at an international example, and that will be uh, capitalizing on the non-dairy milks, and the product is Oatly, um, oh, nice. European product oat milks are not a big thing right they're 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 an optional in in all the different alternatives but what i love about this product is it's marketing it is it's direct it's blanked it's it's young and it's just doing some really really good things as an individual brand so we see oatly doing really well and um, we don't always see oat milks uh, doing as well so yeah check it out it's it's a great great uh, example of marketing and execution
0: that's cool. There's a funny story on oat milk is uh, only two weeks ago when we're I was picking up my weekend coffee and I just went to the guy, I was like, Oh, do you do you have oat milk? And he went, Oh yeah, we've we've got a couple of people asking about it. So I went, Oh, can I have a flat white with oat milk? And he just gave me a look and I went, Oh, it's 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 for my partner. Um, yeah, she's she's keen to try it. <laughs> However, it was it was for me and uh, I was just ashamed that I was uh <laughs> ordering coffee. a fancy coffee
1: <laughs> no shame <laughs> No in shame
0: in, in alternatives you're, you're doing research it's, it's important but... Hey, I do. oh yeah I, I just couldn't be one of those people that then get your soy chai lattes with a sprinkle of turmeric i'm not going to go that far but yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of the oat milk and definitely oatly like yeah that's it's one of my favorites so it's good good to hear that yeah you guys are all across that
2: um, I suppose one of the other trends we we should talk about is eat with your eyes. It's another big revisit for us. Oh, cool, yeah, this one's been around for a while. This is this is uh, love it or hate it. We we take photos of our food. Um, I think in our last consumer research report, we found that 51% of Australians have or will take photos of their food. You know, be it a cocktail, be it a a great breakfast, be it something you make yourself, right? So what we're seeing is that this trend is translating into into product development, right? People are really really taking that into consideration. What is my range of products going to look like um, on shelf, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's things like uh, unicorn frappuccinos, which Starbucks did a couple of years ago bright pink and blue You stir through the product and it changes color um, edible glitter. We see that just growing in, in, in Yeah, Very true They um, made lattes all sorts of things. So um, in the in the era of the Instagram generation, uh, you've got to think about what your product looks like. Um, so yeah, that's the other trend that I think is important to bear in mind. Um, eat with your eyes.
1: Interesting. In the US, and some menus now, restaurants are actually identifying um, specific dishes that are Instagrammable by putting a little picture of a camera next to um, the the dish on oh, the menu. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, helping them make their decisions.
0: Yeah, you know. Oh, there we go. All about the likes.
1: Yeah, all about the likes.
0: <laughs> and what's another trend that you guys uh, are getting a lot of interest in, or you're you seeing a lot of movement in?
2: Um, it's it's still pretty pretty uh, niche. It's not mainstream as as the sort of eat with your eyes or power to the plants. But another big one is sort of this this view of diet by DNA, right? The hyper personal. Ah, yes. Um, you know, we've seen the development of health and wellness and personal, bo- uh, personal diets, uh, self-diagnosis. Um, not to dissuade from those who are genuinely celiac or things like that, but you know, every other week or month there seems to be another uh, trend or fad diet, or be it paleo or keto or things like that. So we're starting to see, you know, large corporations, even like Nestle, uh, get on board with this. Um, in, in this instance, one of the best things I saw. Was, was out of the, the Asian market um, and using a Nespresso pod machine, but not not delivering, you know, the pod wasn't filled with coffee. It was de- uh, filled with like matcha and ginseng and ginkgo bilboa and things like that. So it's, it's you know, delivering that, that personalized uh, health shot to your daily coffee or matcha or green tea. The other really interesting thing in this space is that you know, we've seen the explosion of uh, fermentation or probiotic drinks here in Australia. I remember in 2015 having to go around to clients and say, "Hey guys, fermented tea—it's—it's uh, going to be a big <laughs> thing." And you know, thankfully, they—they—they they, they didn't all you know laugh me out of the room. But that we've seen
0: that happen now. So oh, yeah, huge market. Yeah, that, that yeah that that's one market that is just is outstanding in the growth over the last year, four exactly. years. Exactly. Um and yeah, unbelievable. So, so the development on this is that that
2: that diet by DNA is that you can actually now send away for a kid, you know, like a DNA test or a, an ancestry test. You I yeah. don't know how they apply it. I'm, I haven't looked into it, but you you actually send away a sample of your own personalized biome, right? Your microbiome, and they'll tell you sort of um, what organisms or probiotics you need to to, to increase or decrease, right? So then you adapt your diet based on your own ecosystem. And I think this is fascinating because there's more and more research that's coming out to say that gut health has got a direct impact on, you know, your facial appearance, your skin, uh, mental health, things like that. So, again, it's one that's quite big right now, um,
0: but will continue to grow. Definitely, definitely agree. And for me, gut health is something that due just be just being a nutritionist and having the nutrition background, just knowing the importance of the gut. And yeah. I'm so glad that that's now coming into mainstream. And I remember uh, my lecturer in, at uni basically was going, remember when you have that gut feeling and you need to listen to your gut? Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, you go, well, doesn't that tell you something, how important your gut is? And she was basically classifying it as your second brain. and you kind of then you you take that away and go oh yeah it's actually pretty powerful and yeah a lot of people have not shown it the respect that it deserves and yeah it's good to see that people are now moving in that space of actually it has a, a knock-on effect with yes yeah, skin mental health uh, yeah depression anxiety sleep but also yeah. just your day-to-day um lifestyle so yeah that's that's it I'm, I'm happy that this trend is is kicking off some of them some of the others can yeah get lost um <laughs> but this one this one this one's a good one i like this one
1: It'll be interesting to see the role technology will play in um, this trend, especially we've seen IBM launched an AI app where as you go through the stores, you scan the products. Um, Based on all the data you've inputted about your um, diseases, about your preferences and food, it'll actually tell you whether you can or can't eat that food, whether it's safe for your specific needs. So it'll be interesting to see the evolution this uh trend uh in terms of how technology can facilitate um consumers um to eat this way
0: yeah that there has to be a link and like even just thinking of the growth of kind of your apple watches or fitbits like with the amount of information that that's already picking up just from your heart rate and kind of your steps and stuff like that it's yep. who's to say that that can't then go into your blood sugar levels or kind of if you're burning ketones over glucose etc so that, that yeah it's, I, it's I'm, I'm just amazed
2: yeah <laughs> it's the old joke you know that you know there, there's an app for that there's an app for everything and we're as as a species we're outsourcing everything we're outsourcing the the quality of our sleep Um, our steps we we are relying on these external devices to tell us everything about ourselves in the effort uh, with the objective to be better to be healthier right so yeah definitely that that sort of elevated convenience um is is another trend to to watch
0: yeah that's cool and i just want to pick on something just going back to expo west um and seeing yeah power the plants but there was one trend over there that i just that i was blown away by and that was cbd and what are you guys doing in that space, kind of, what, what, where do you think that space is going and what, what have you heard about that?
2: It is, it's massive, right? Look, I'm very much aware of the fact that we don't have a legal use of CBD um, for product development here in Australia, but with more and more countries legalizing it, I think it's going to continue to, to um, grow. Um, there's a lot of activity. Mintel also tracks sort of patents and or filings of patents, and there's a lot of uh, patent filings for cannabis and CBDs, and they've been surging recently. Um, you know, there's, there's sort of the next substance to be a superfood. And the research that's come, uh, come out supporting the use of CBDs is, is really fascinating. Um, I think uh, New Zealand is having a referendum on 2020 about the legalization of oh, wow. CBDs um i should have prepared the the legal definition of cbd oils but basically in layman's terms it's a non-psychoactive ingredient right
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the thc is i'm not even going to say what thc stands for because i get it wrong every time but uh yeah it's uh let's just say that cbd um going back to the nutrition hat on um is there's research out there for which yeah. is actually very positive um yes they need to do more but there's not many things that is a fad that has a lot of backed up evidence whereas cbd seems to actually have the he- evidence behind it and i don't know it seems it seems to be curing everything at the moment so I'd, I'd, I'd like a bit more research to say what what can it cure because yeah, yeah. Everything, everything and anything seems to be cured by CBD at the moment.
2: Exactly, and it's also about the, the, globally, the stigma around CBD is sort of lifting as, as more and more of this, this research comes out. And what's fascinating, you know, at, at Mintel, as a plug from Intel, but here at Mintel, we do. You, you go to- for
0: it. This is this is your time to shine. Go for it.
2: <laughs> we literally do buy, um, you know, all new products in, in what's fast approaching eighty countries now, and we capture all the information of those products, right? Brand, manufacturing, ingredients list, and what's fascinating is we look at the growth of 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 you know CBD oils. It's not just in in food and drink, right? Uh, the benefits are coming through into the beauty and uh, personal care categories. We've seen, um, you know, water products. We've seen even uh, there's a cat snack product that came through recently. Men's spa, uh, face masks, anti-inflammatory, color cosmetics, um, even in an uh, in, in air care, like a CBD candle. I kid you not.
0: <laughs> I love it. I just, for me, seeing it from a product development side is some people, I think, just have like an OK product or some cases a crap product and just go oh how can I make this better you know what I'll stick some CBD in it that'll work <laughs> and Then just literally right. yeah. Uh, yeah
2: let's bang some CBD into our air care or um our yeah. uh, uh, CBD our- bath bomb <laughs> yeah <laughs> sign me up I'd give it a go there
1: was actually <laughs> was there a CBD drink that was launched like right in the beginning and it actually didn't do that well but it had this peripheral effect on its uh the rest of the range um and because it built brand awareness simply mm-hmm. by being one of the first to launch, yep. um, it had sort of a knock-on effect for their entire business, even though that specific skew didn't necessarily do as well as they thought. So there is also a role to play once it becomes legal in um, actually just building awareness for your brand. Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. It'll um, be interesting to see uh, the timeline on that because, yeah like Australia only just legalized hemp. So it'd be interesting to see how long it takes them to legalize CBD, but hopefully this one can get fast-tracked if uh, yeah, if there's research and there's there's a strong demand for it. I'm hoping that, yeah, this can get moving.
2: Definitely, and then I suppose really throwing a, a future forecast here is what we, what one of our analysts, uh, Joni Manotha started to talk about is that cbds and the, and the proliferation of them is paving the way for for other um sort of psychoactives or psychedelics if you think about it and apologies if i'm mispronouncing this but we're going to see things like um psilocybins which is fundamentally mushrooms right and looking at the incorporating the benefits of them just to clarify okay. it's really really niche and there's not like the explosion of psilocybins uh, the same way there is of of CBDs, but you know, if they legalize CBDs. They can then actually look into these other, you know, uh, ingredients that have traditionally been scorned or considered illegal to see, well, are there perhaps, you know, benefits the same way they have been for for CBD?
0: It's so interesting, because I, I I just see it as in 15 years' time, like say when when my daughter's teenager or stuff like that, and she'd look back going so dad at the weekend you used to get drunk and smoke cigarettes and place a mobile phone next to your head and while she's probably smoking a cannabis joint for medicinal purposes drinking non-alcoholic gin and uh I don't think there'd be a, a mobile phone being placed next to anyone's heads anytime soon. So it's yep. you you just kinda have to look forward to the future and kind of go, I wonder I wonder what people will be consuming and what people will go, oh my God, I can't believe you used to do that back in the day.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Well, I mean, five years
2: ago they didn't think, you know, Australians were gonna drink be drinking fermented tea, and here we yeah. are. <laughs>
0: It's so interesting. I know, I know the keto trend is kicking off and like butter and oils and fats yeah. are back which I'm happy with because yeah. I think uh I think they do provide a lot of nutrients that people forget. Um yes they provide a lot of calories but um it's actually if you if you consume in the right sorts then fantastic but it's yeah I'm I'm just blown away by it. you always think that there's nothing to do in the food industry. And then before you know it, something yeah. changes and it all, it all just kicks on to a next level.
2: Exactly. And then everything old is new again, right?
0: Oh, definitely. Uh, that's good. And is there, is there anything else that you can see like not now, but say 10 years time that <laughs> from the mushrooms that and, you think it, every, it, anyone's it, doing? It, it's a database, uh, not a crystal ball. Um, <laughs>
2: Ten years, we're gonna we'd have to get category specific, and I'd I'd pull in one of the category experts. Um, I I suppose I'll i maybe the last one to close on, and and it was something you touched on earlier was sleep, um, and that's that's yes. here and now. We know that half Australians want better quality or more sleep, so we're starting to see product development come through to support that. You know things like night milks, you know, um, that is literally milking cows in the dark hours to have high levels of tryptophan, things like that, or, or launching. Oh, that's pretty a, cool. With, um,
1: Valerian. Thank
2: you, Jackie. Valerian, <laughs> right? So just a, you know, those functional benefits. My my favorite example there is a nighttime ice cream, sort of building on the the, 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 <laughs> I the, love the it. top era. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, right? You've you've got this product. It's permissible indulgence at at its best. You get to eat ice cream before bed that's low sugar and that is a functional benefit to give you better quality sleep. I think that, you know, when you get a product that can fall into a ritual, you're you're just
0: you're you're winning. You're winning. You're yeah. at the
1: top of your game then. Absolutely.
0: That, yeah. that is that is awesome. I do like I've not seen that ice cream one, so I I'm gonna have to gonna have to jump on Mintel and check that one out to be honest. Oh, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that gives a great overview of what's happening now and what's happening in the future. And I just think to summarize that plants are definitely not gonna go away anytime soon and C B D is hopefully Uh, around in Australia in the near future and we should be looking out for mushrooms and personalized nutrition really (laughs) you
1: never
0: (laughs) know that'll be interesting hopefully people are listening to this podcast in yeah 2021 or 2022 going oh my god these guys were onto something so that. no, that's good but I just want to say thank you very much for uh, your time and taking the, the time out to do this podcast I know you guys are busy and uh, it's uh, I've learned something so hopefully uh, the people who are listening to this have learned something and where where could they find more information out about Mintel and you guys
1: uh, you can get in touch with us directly um, my email address is jnuns at mintel.com. Um, I head up the account management team um, and I can point you in the right direction. Uh, Otherwise, get onto our website, which is Mintel.com.
2: And yeah, you can get a link to to contact us and we're we're happy to take it further from there.
0: Perfect. And uh, I've got to say, it's a a great website. So if anyone's listening, click on it. And yeah, it's a a nice visual uh, website. So just perfect for my dyslexic self. So absolutely fantastic. And... I'll be putting the details in the show notes so that, yeah, people can click through and, yeah, get in contact if needs be. But thank you again, guys. And uh, hopefully we can do another one um, in a few months just to see if any of these trends kicked off. Well, we definitely know the plant-based one is. So, yeah, let's see where things go. (laughs) No, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Thank you very much again, Justin and Jackie. And we will be back for episode number 10 very soon. And all the details from the show will be in the show notes. So if you do want to get in contact with Mintel, either go through Mintel.com or email Jackie. And she will be more than willing to talk further. So have a great day, everyone. And see you soon for episode number 10.